My name is Jack Oway. And I'm Jay Oway, and this is Like Dragon, Like Sun. Yep, that's right. A father-son podcast all about Dungeons and Dragons. Two generations. Zoomer and... Gen X. Boomer. And uh, looking at at D&D from two different perspectives. Uh, So today we will be examining the tiny, itty, bitty, little... Giants. Giants. That's right. Yeah, I I misled you there. That's the sign of any good DS DM. You don't ever want your players to be able to to your know what's coming. Fee fi fo fumming giants. Yeah, except giants, you're gonna know they're coming. There's that distinctive sort of boom boom as they the ground shakes as they as they approach. But the thing I love about giants is they come in very specific flavors. Like with demons, you could get like bone devils, you know, or I suppose that's more fiends in general. And like demons and devils and they're all sorts of things. They're like mm. one moment they're slugs, the other they're flying looking bony things and the other second, you know, well, they're all sorts of things. That might be because they're from another plane of existence. Giants are giants? a unique thing. Giants they're all, are from you know, the prime material plane. But you're getting one thing in common and that is that they're all you know pretty big yeah pretty large if not huge if not gargantuan and and i think we're going to talk a, like a little bit like more than just this the sort of classicist of the classicist the most basic of giants we're going to mm. talk giant kin a little bit yeah so the first thing to know is that you can play mini giants well in D D. well the ow. the goliath they're not really giants. And the Furbolg. They're also not really giants. They both are. Both totally giant kin. Hence why, as a language, you're given giant. But again, yes, if you want to play some sort of half giant or giant blood character, you are going to probably want to pick the Goliath. Yeah. they're well, the... Typically, if they're hill giant, frost giant, frost giant especially is a good one. Um, if you're going to pick Goliath or stone giant, maybe, but you can know. make these, you can make these at like eight feet tall. It's true. Or you could play a dwarf and you just reflavor it. So they're super tall and call them a stone giant. Why not? Or stone giant kin, you know, stone cunning. You That's see, totally a stone giant this, feature. This, we're saying about two different perspectives on D and D. That's just crazy. Why not? Because dwarfs are little, but don't call them a dwarf. Then call them a stone giant kin and just steal all the other features. uh but back to your classic giant kin for some of you um more stringent stringent sting stingy rule abiding i would say (laughs) lawful yes us lawful players um you might want to check out the goliath now in their entire description it doesn't mention the word giant once except except for languages which they can speak common and giant, suggesting maybe some sort of untold thing that they have some relation to the giants. What they do tell us is that they live at the highest mountain peaks far above the slopes where trees grow and where the air is thin and the frigid winds howl. They dwell, there dwells the reclusive Goliaths. Few folk can claim to have seen a Goliath, and fewer still can claim friendship with them. Goliaths 
or wander a bleak realm of rock, wind, and cold. Their bodies look as if carved from mountain stone and give them great physical power. Their spirits take, a, uh, take after the wandering wind and make them mo- nomads who wander from peak to peak. Their hearts are infused with the cold regard of their frigid realm, lo- leaving each Goliath with the responsibility to earn a place in the tribe or die trying. So it sort of talks about how their societies are typically competitive, um, survival of the fittest, that idea. Um, but nowhere does it mention that they were descended from giants. Okay. Um, that's up to you to write into your backstory. You and your DM yeah. to work out. Uh, another way to get a, a little giant touched, if you want, and this could be with any race, is to play a rune knight fighter. That's also what I was going to mention in some of the rune, character builds you could rune make. Rune knights yeah. enhance their martial prowess using the supernatural power of runes, an ancient practice that originated with giants and if you go to the bother of remaking it you can take the now archived giant soul sorcerer subclass and also use that as a bit of a giant blood spellcaster it says that rune cutters can be found among any family of giants so you know well well yeah they're all about the runes well sure i guess when we dig into the, the monster manual though you don't actually see a lot of like straight up talk about that but you know, maybe we'll get into the thinking a little bit from a DM perspective that if you are going to throw giants in your game, that ancient practices of cutting ruins, runes, runes, runes into your, uh, into stone that create magic and effects, uh, should be part of giant society somehow. And I think in Volos, it does talk a little bit about that. And yeah, and then probably also pick up a little bit off of what Goliaths are saying about in terms of competitiveness and earning places and tribes and sort of look at your giant societies maybe through that lens a little bit. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of some of the things that Volo talks about, I believe it's the second chapter in the monstrous sort of lore um, that it the book offers. Um, and it talks about uh, sorry, just opening it up here. They are giant world shakers. Um, and it says, it began in the dawn of the world. I think in some theories, it's like there was the grand all-father or whatever they call it for yeah, the, yeah, the, the giants. The giant's god is the all-father. I don't know if he's a god. Maybe he is a god. I think he is. I don't know if he is. Um, but he's Annam, the all-father. Um, Did you say Nom-Nom? A-N-M-A-N-A-M. Oh. Right, yeah, that sounds better. An Nam. Uh, most giants believe that he, uh, he I'm just going to say the All Father, yeah, took a number of consorts uh, in addition to his mate Othia. Mm, I don't know. Uh, anyways, there's more stuff about um, about it, but the whole idea is that there is a ordering, right? There's sure. an order in which you are better than other giants. It's like a ranking a little, system. A little weird. But you can sort of see how the Goliaths picked up on that idea of, of you know competitiveness. Uh, mm. The mother of all giants, by the way, is Othea. Yeah, um, but they were always like fighting it, with dragons, right? Well, she she seemed to have fighting? extramarital affairs with uh, Ulutu, which produced apparently the the Firbolgs, Formorians, and Verbeegs. Oh, the Formorians. And yeah, the, those are super the cool Vodkin. giants. The people. So don't these are all sort of, you know, uh, sort of giant kin, you know, step kids. Sure. I think of Furbolg as more fae than giant. Yeah, I mean, current in the fifth edition, they seem to have spent, yeah, been put through the the wash with some, you know, blue fae rinse. Uh, they used to be sort of just bigger, more human-looking, uh, you know, giant types. But, you know, fighters of the forest, 
I like the way they've gone with them. It's they've they're, you know. Yeah. D and D needed a blue race. <laughs> they're kind of like grayish. Yeah, you can be any color you want. Back to your point earlier, you can change the color and shape. And to you can make them look like a little want. cow, man. Yeah, I just floopy droopy so little ears. <laughs> Anyways, you mentioned the ordning. Mm. Tell tell folks at home what what is the ordning all about? The ordning is essentially this idea of the order in which dragons are sort of most powerful, dragons? or their sorry, giants are most powerful. Right. Um, they're actually kind of like arch nemeses with the dragons usually. Um, on a greater scale, there was a big dragon giant war, I think. Um, but in terms of the ordning, uh, the order starts with giant kin. Um, at the bottom. At the very bottom. Right. So you think Fomorians, trolls, uh, ogres, um, But Goliaths, I think even amongst them, there's some, probably some... Probably. I, I bet a troll thinks it's better than others. I bet I an bet, ogre thinks it's better than... Yeah, I bet there's feuds over that all the time. Yeah. Um... Although I think CR and stat-wise, a troll <laughs> might be quite a bit stronger than a, a, an ogre. But Maybe. Um, uh-huh. In the game I was playing uh, last night, we fought two trolls. Good times. Yeah. I mean, don't give too many people too many spoilers, because that's a fun monster to run if you've never run them. Although one of my favorite giants, which I love using, is Oni. They've got crazy cool spell casting well, to, to your, them. Well, to your point a little bit, you know, the table I'm playing at last night has got a lot of very experienced players at it. And the first thing everybody at the table asks the DM is, how much do our characters know about trolls? Mm-hmm. And some of us who had, you know, backgrounds that involved being in the in the mountains and in the north and areas that they were in, he said, yeah, you guys, you guys know all about them. But there was a couple others, uh, city like slicker tiefling who, you know, had never been up there before, who had no idea about things like their regeneration ability or what fire or acid might do to them. I almost so, want to play like a hardened mid, ranger mid, character who like tells the rest of the party in about mid all combat, the secrets about we were, monsters. We were, we were having to try and yell at him. Like, you gotta use fire. You gotta use fire. And we were like digging out torches, trying to light torches and throwing torches up to the front line and, you know, just doing all sorts of different things to try and, you know, get get fire to the people. It took us a few a few rounds to get uh to get the fire there but anyways the point is if the dm had said we knew nothing we all would have role played it um without knowing the fire was happening and we would have watched them regenerate again and again and that would have been a a long slow miserable fight with we kept trying to you know come up with testing different ways to hurt them and before eventually coming across fire which would have been mm. might have taken a while but i think that's an important part to do when you're playing D, you know role play only what your character knows about monsters. Yeah, I think it's just a fun thing to do. It makes it, it makes you know things feel more rewarding or more realistic rather than yeah. already knowing. You know, it's like imagine going through a gameplay fresh. You know, or, or I mean, that one's a little bit harder. But well, so many DMs worry that oh, if I'm going to play something in this game like a giant, everybody's going to know what they are. And and I don't. I think that's not a concern you should really worry about. I mean, make the story about the giants fun. Make, yeah, give give it a, a fun I mean, twist. Again, Volos has got a like this whole thing about thousand year war. Like, there's this big story between the giants and the dragons. Um, I think this left like the All Father like dead, or like he maybe not dead, but I think he like abandoned his children, and they're like still waiting to hear back from him, because um, he's kind of like fed up with them and just sort of given up. Um, but continuing with our <laughs> sure. ranking, so we had giant kin at the bottom, giant kin uh, at the very very bottom. Uh, then above them is the hill giants. What about the Ettons? Where do they fit? 
I think they're still giant kin. No, yeah, they're still in the giant kin category. Are they b- above? I, I don't. Think I think they'd anything... be at the bottom as well. Like they're definitely beneath hill giants. Anything that doesn't have the name giant in it in this point, <laughs> if you're not full giant, it. yeah. Um, okay, and then hill giants, uh, hill giants, or haugjotun, and oh, in the Jotun giant words, kind of fun. Um, but they are haug. So if you've ever seen the haug rune, um, that is usually the hill giant. Uh, they also, I've got a glossary open in uh, in Volos. It's got a big glossary of, of runes and giant words for you to know. They're kind of like, I think, Norwegian-based a little bit. but um, or, Yeah, I think Norse. Or Norse or some form of Scandinavian Viking type. Jotun and Thor and, well... Yeah, just like, know. yeah, all this sort of Thor stuff that we sort of see. Norse mythology type giant ideas, you know, not the gods per se, but the giants themselves, which are usually depicted as evil, which, or like blue and all like about cold stuff, I think in Marvel as well. But I think they're, in this, they're, they're much more diverse. I, I don't necessarily think of them as evil. I think of them just, you know, as beings much like humans just going about their days, you know, with their own structures that they have to adhere to. Although maybe some more than evil than others. Uh, the hill giants are, if we want to open their quick write-up. I'm sure they've got one. Um, they are. Hill giants are selfish, dim-witted brutes that hunt and raid in constant search of food. Uh, their skins are tanned from lives spent beneath the sun, and their weapons are uprooted trees and rocks pulled up from the earth. So you can imagine them as like your starter giants. You know, they're classic, not very smart, easily like fooled, but pack a punch if they can hit uh, and they use very natural weapons. They don't really have any good skills to organize and, you know, do societies. They're very sort of almost lone wolves, um, just sort of almost hunting. Not I mean, slightly smarter than animals, I would say, um, but like very unintelligent humans, perhaps, lumbering around uh, is how I almost imagine them. A gun, though. You could run a very intelligent hill giant. I think that could be a very fun concept. Like a super intelligent, you know, one like botanist type hill giant who grows trees to use or, or I don't know, studies rocks instead of throwing them or something like that, right? Um, but they... It's it, here, even in the description, it calls them primitive, bigger means better, voracious eaters, stupid and deadly, raging bullies, all of those things. Um, so it just sort of gives you a quick idea of what they're kind of about. Yeah, they're they're lower level um, giants for sure. Like you, you might encounter them as, you know, maybe even being controlled as a as a thug or a menace for a, a village or a, you know a region of countryside that perhaps the party uh, has to try and stop. And At a very low level, and they would be a good boss CR? at a low level. CR5, CR5? So CR5. So level a, one, two characters, uh, this yeah, would be a big boss. A low-level low party is going to have to really be creative and try set a trap for it somewhere and ambush yeah. it and bring it in. Because this and could that, kill them in one hit. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, absolutely. You don't you don't want to get hit by a giant. What's 18 damage on average? On average, yeah. That's, with their that's great club or 21 with the rock. too much point damage that's for your... wizard squish. Your wizard squished. Like insta-kill wizard. Even if you were talking about third level, it's still squish wizard, probably. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's a fun that's a kind of a fun idea. And it's sort of a little bit more that's a little bit more uh you know, simple plot. You know what I mean? Like that's uh yeah. could be a, a fun be- beginner's a quick one. Yeah. Uh, one and it gives you very fairy thing. tale vibes as well. Is, These are the yeah, giants in fairy tales. Five, oh, five. Mm. <laughs> well, 
we want to get to those ones, the ones that live in the clouds. Well, those are a little bit but more. But I wouldn't play it but. dumb though. Like where the I, I play a hill giant as a little bit, a little bit thick. These guys though, if there's any walking the earth and just walking about, these are the ones. You know, you're not going to see stone giants per se. They usually live in caves and giant, you know, mountains. They've dug out. Um, fire giants often live deep underground as well or near volcanoes. Sort of rock stuff. Uh, frost giants live in the north in the wintry cold. Um, and, you know, then cloud and storm giants are, you know, can turn into clouds yeah. or in the skies because or Because the hill you know. giants are wandering. But these guys are actually were, just you know, walking about. Maybe you know? where people have got, you know, flocks of sheep or things like that. They could be menacing yeah. civilization. Chasing to, yeah, they could pick up sheep. Imagine be, picking up sheep. Nom, 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 like they're like popcorn. little pieces of popcorn. Exactly. Uh, yeah, fun times. So moving up from hill giants, we get to the mountain giants. We uh, actually, I think they're called stone giants. Stone giants. So what am I, a little weird of you to uh, just use the right hey, term. Learn hey, the terms. Do you remember what it was called back in first edition? What were they called mountain giants? Were they called mountain giants? Yeah, like just like dwarves are like hill giants and mountain uh, hill dwarves and giant mountain dwarves. Whatever. <laughs> now they're called Steinjoten. Steinjoten. Well, actually, there I think there used to be one in between, maybe even I don't know. Are there? I sort of feel like there used to be a mountain giant in between, and then the stone giant came after that. I could be wrong, though. Mm. My memory is vague of the first Monster Manual. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, Stone giants are smarter. They are Uh, actually quite smarter. They're sort of tended to be a little bit leaner in my imaginings anyways uh i imagine sort of bald heads and sort of more gray skinned yeah uh like you know i don't know maybe like a supercharged version of a goliath yeah or like a big statue like esque looking scary thing you know yeah almost as if they're stone they're chiseled from stone is yeah designed to blend in i can sort of imagine them in mountain trains where they could just blend in with the the background really easy I really like depictions where they're sort of like where maybe like the stones or or things like that in the the area could be like granite or or different like rocks could potentially like shape the way a stone giant might look like you know very gem riddled cavern some of the stone giants may have little crystals growing out of them you know as a reflection of their the where they live but that's just more a me thing they have very similar attacks to the hill giants with a great club and a rock um, but they do they have rock a little attacks. bit more damage. The rock attacks, especially Pretty if brutal. you if you how you set your battle map up, if it becomes sort of a a missile battle, right, where your range attacks of your party are primarily that you're trying to take it out, where meanwhile the mountain giants are throwing boulders back at your party, that's that's a bad place to find yourself. Again, if if you being ambushed by them throwing rocks at you from above. It's that is a great way to get your party really freaked out. To really me, they fast. feel almost gaunt, like slightly more gaunt. Yeah, I, like, I, I pick them. I think that's because most of the pictures of them are always drawn with them kind of skinny. But yeah, but I they know, can they don't camouflage have with stone. Uh, they have dark vision and they can catch rocks and take no damage from catching rocks. So if you're using a sling, beware, because um, you might not be doing any damage to these guys. But they are inhabitants. Did of you the say if you're world. using a sling? <laughs> Okay, hands up. Anybody whose primary weapon is a sling. Oh, nobody. Look, nobody I'm ever. A, okay, Mr. Let's make a cool character who uses weird weapons. Let's make a character who uses a good sling. Is there any good sling builds out oddly, there? Oddly, 
Sharpshooter slain. Just last week in my Curse of Stride game, party came across a treasure chest that had, rules as written, 10 plus one magical sling stones in it. Do they have to be special stones? Worthless. I mean, nobody, everybody in the party is just sort of looking at them like, you want them? I don't want them. I don't know. Who wants want them? Slings, what are we going to do with these You could sell them probably, right? I don't know. I think I, a question would be like, if you use them in with your catapult spell, do you get like plus one to your spell uh, attack? I don't know. Or is, but would that catapult do, if you cast magic stone, stone, I don't know, because catapult's no. a, a save, I think, actually. Yeah. So, but could I add one plus one to the damage? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Oop-dee-doo. Uh, they are carvers and seers, so they, they're all about their art, stone artwork yeah, and, I sort of and feel carving. Like and they, if, I think if, they're, if anyone's you, the runes, they're the if, runes. Yeah, if, if you're most likely to write rune, uh, sort of a story about learning runes from somebody, you are going to have a party or a character that spent time probably with stone giants. And you want to know their god name, their god's name, the stone giant god? Is it different? It is Scoreus Stonebones. <laughs> There's quite a good write-up in Volos, actually. It's got a mm. lot of really good stuff in here. I was just sort of been... There is a whole thing about the Pantheon in They've here. They've got like a Holy Land as well. Interesting. Give them a read if you want to know a little bit more about them. But they're also like a little bit tricksy, I feel. Um, they're a little bit like more... I wouldn't say graceful, but they've got some weird... I wouldn't say fey either. They've got tricks up their sleeve. Uh, especially if you look at some of the Rune Knight features you get from them. They've certainly got some sort of strangeness to them. And people like really strong version of giants i think there's one for each i can't remember we should look up what the hill giant one is but a stone giant Dreamwalker uh is a higher level if you want to have a bit of a beefy or leader type thing the stone ruin the runes magic channels the judiciousness associated with stone giants well Well, there's a little piece of lore for you while wearing or carrying an object inscribed with this ruin you have advantage on insight wisdom insight checks and if you can activate it to freeze a creature in wait, place. Wait, wait, and on top of, wait, without, before you even go into that, you also get dark vision out to 120 Ooh. feet. Well, it's because you're in the caves all the time. Which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Under dark fighter, maybe. Insight, insight, and better seeing, which will also improve your perception checks in the dark as well. Um, and then when you light it up and do your thing, um, basically... Creature has to make uh, a wisdom saving throw, uh, and then if it fails, it's charmed by you for one minute. That's pretty good. Can it repeat well, charm the save? this way, its speed is zero, and it is incapacitated, descending into a dreamy stupor. Ooh. Well, that's what I mean. There's a stone giant dreamwalker, and it has a very similar feature called the dreamwalker's charm, where an enemy that starts its turn within 30 feet of the giant must make a DC 13 charisma saving throw. And on a failed save, so this is just a, a basic thing. Just things that come near it need to make the save. Um, if it fails, it is charmed by the giant, uh, and it can repeat the save on the end of its turn. And you know, but instead of you know how some things have a frightening presence, it's got a like a charming presence type thing to it, which is quite which cool for something that big. What's does it list its height? It is a huge creature. But does it say specifically how tall? Um, I don't the thing know. about you back in first tall, edition, I remember we used to get all like we used to like rank things. them most on height, uh, and they were actually as you went up the the sort of pyramid, the they get they taller, taller and taller. I'd imagine they do. I feel like stone giants are slightly so stone, taller than hill stone giants. giants. Yeah, so each one of these that we list gets a little bit taller. But in my memory, that they they still weren't all that big. Like like hill giants being sort of twelve feet tall and 
mountain or stone giants being maybe 14 or 16. But they're also pretty wide. Working their way up to, like, um, you know, when we get to the top, the storm giants were 25 or something. Like, it wasn't, which I always thought in my mind as a, as a kid, I was always a little disappointed because a lot of the fairy tale depictions of giants, they're like hundreds of feet tall, right? Yeah. Um, but in this game, like, I mean, 25 is big, don't get me wrong. And for the purposes of D&D and maps and things, that's actually really, really big. So, but yeah, hundreds of feet would be impossible to sort of do anything but theater of the mind of some sort. Um, and it becomes much more of a Jack and the Beanstalk sort of game then. Who's next on our list? Next up on our list is the Frost Giant, I believe. Although this bit always gets confuses me. I don't know if Frost Giant is higher or Fire Giant. Uh, I think Frost is next. I yeah. think Frost is next, yeah. Um, and so the, our Frost Giant takes us way up north, a bit closer to our Goliath cousins, who also have resistance to cold damage. Um, but the Frost Giants are creatures of ice and snow with hair and beards of pale white or light blue and flesh as blue as glacial ice. They respect only brute strength and skill and battle. So these ones really give me the Goliath vibes, like or, fighting for, yeah, or just like, you know, pride. Incredibly tall Vikings. Hunting. Yeah, like, very, imagine these I'm very tall like Vikings. 16 foot, like, yeah, tall Vikings. Exactly. Um, it's like the way they, they're, the stuff they wear, the, their yeah. communities, their helms, I Which imagine would, they, just I mean, like that. that very would just be, upscaled. be an enormously scary group of people to come across. <sighs> Terrifying. Uh, hey, here's a little fun thing. They oh, might, by the way, they now have great axes instead of great clubs. Which is fun. For the the frost giants, yeah, which makes sense again. If yeah. you're imagining really gigantic uh, Vikings, here's a little fun thing out of Volos, though. Do you know that they may have a, a bag with them, a giant's bag? A giant on the move always has a sack slung over a shoulder. The primary pur- purpose of a giant's bag is to carry food. With such an enormous belly to feed, particularly in the case of hill giants, it's unwise for a giant to travel without a supply of nourishment. Giants also carry rocks in their bags. A few for battle, a few others for hunting, and one or two special ones for games. Isn't that a fun idea? <laughs> oh, I just have a little game here of uh, of lawn bowling. Um, beyond that, the bag might contain anything. Tools, mementos, items for trade. And here is a list of possible contents. And you can just like either roll on this or just pick them off of here. It could be a live pig, three bear skins, long sword wrapped in blood-soaked cloak, keg of ale, caged halfling for amusement, um, possibly for food, uh, <laughs> chest of, of broken window glass, a human's backpack filled with coin. That's a fun way to introduce like a new character who's come to the campaign. <laughs> it's like a giant strolls in. It's if, like he's like a little halfling if, trapped if, in a cage. If, yeah, if you have a new player joining that's a halfling, definitely is like drop, he's the halfling he's in the like, trick. He's like, let me out, let me out, I'll do anything. Um, that's a fun way to come in. It also mentions things like the skull of an owl bear. Uh, love an owl bear. Large bundle of dry wood, uh, once fine tapestry, now tattered from being used as a towel, and for mostly uh, four mostly intact wagon wheels, or possibly just a tombstone for skipping across water. Um, I love that Volos includes like a, a, just a fun set of flavor things like that. Yeah, that's to great. To sort of give us... In fact, I want to use that now. <laughs> give us more of a sort of a, hey, there's some, some fun ideas. How do you like... And this is, I think, an important thing. Did, your giants should be multidimensional. I think think of them as just really big humanoids to start with. So they're going to have, you know, culture and language and, you know, ideals, personalities, bonds, flaws. It has a list of 
those things for Giants and Bowls as well. If you want to have an yeah. idea of how to role play them as a DM or even as a player, you know, inspiring, you know, what could that mean for, you know, how do I role play like a giant? Yeah, we might, yeah, give some more depth to your, your Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. Especially if you wanted to say, hey, to my Goliath, instead of being more akin to these frosty type giants, be more what if I came some from something else a little bit? If I'm a little more, bit more like hill giant like or stone giant like or, or, yeah. A fire giant Goliath. Here's a quick question. Yes. Would a fire giant be at home on the elemental plane of fire? Would they be like comfortable there? Like would they do a holiday to the city of brass maybe? Do we feel that the stone giant is home at the elemental plane of earth? Why wouldn't he be? Do we feel that a frost giant is home to the elemental plane of water or the uh, ice, that little air bit in yeah, the middle the, there? Yeah, the, the edge bit. I, well, I mean, I'm just saying as holiday destinations, I think these guys would probably be mm. okay to be like, hey. Yeah, maybe you're right. This is kind of a fun place to go to. Mm. Like, there, it's enough. Because I, I think a cloud giant would definitely be in the oh, yeah. elemental plane of air. He'd be like, this, is, this, is, sure. this is okay. Yeah, there's so, no way. And given that we're saying that it, within giant culture, there's a lot of magic old magic why yeah. wouldn't they have connection to the primordial planes sure that's old magic so yeah i would i would imagine that that giants and just the way that we describe them they're kind of elemental aren't they like uh, so I'd far them. so far we've listed like you said we've listed Stone. earth and air and water, water. and well, fire we haven't actually got then. to the air one yet but yeah or the fire one um but if we can finish off with frost giants quickly, I'll tell you a little bit about the frost giant everlasting one if you want to run a yeah. crazy uh, frost giant CR12. Um, they have... Is that what their CR? Frost giants are CR12? Uh, no. Typically, they are CR8. Right. Um, but there's a, a beefed up one. But there was one in Volo's Guide called the frost giant everlasting one if you want a better, I don't know, tougher one. Right. They have extra heads giving them advantage on perception checks and saving throws against being blinded, charmed, deafened, frightened, stunned, or knocked unconscious, which is pretty cool. They have regeneration, um, which doesn't work much like trolls if they take acid or fire damage. And uh, they have a special feature once per short or long rest called Vaprax Rage, where as a bonus action, they can enter a rage, which gives them advantage on strength checks and saves, which I think is much like the rune, no? Yeah, the rune gives you plus two bonus to all ability checks and saving throws that use strength or constitution. Well, hey, that's much like the prox rage. Uh, when it makes a melee weapon attack, it gains a plus four bonus to the damage roll, and it has resistance to bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing damage, which I also think is the feature from Frost Giant Snow. Is that, or maybe it's different. No, the that's Frost... That's the Hill Giant one, right? Yeah, the Frost Giant's... Um other one is uh, animal handling and intimidation so. for one minute uh no that's sort of the that's the passive one the the t for 10 minutes is the ability so checks oh, and save right for right um interesting um but just a way to beef them up moving on we've looked at the cold now we're looking at the hot uh, i'd imagine these maybe deep down you know near the mantle you know the earth's mantle or the whatever place mantle right uh i could see them in an underdark setting i could see them near volcanoes any of those places i think these guys could be uh, but they're a little it's a little bit harder to find places for fire creatures to live i will admit yeah well again so the book volos talks about how they're like they're the greatest of smiths architects and technicians among mm. giant kind they've got great swords now too um they live they live much longer we're talking about 350 year lifespans uh it's actually funny that 
that some of the, the giants live shorter lives than fur bulgs do. Um, hill giants and frost giants uh, lifespans are less than a, the furbolgs. Um, That's quite funny. That is a bit interesting. But uh, they're kind of like feudal lords, martial experts, skilled artisans, all those things. Yeah, absolutely. And and so that also then you know back to my point about inner planes and like you know being able to go to the forges and the the places where you know great mm. weapons are built. These guys would be well suited for that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but I imagine them wearing armor uh, as as giants over some of the other ones. Like I imagine these guys in full armor they've crafted with their artisanship and with giant swords they've made as well. You know, to accompany them. You know, I imagine these guys making huge smithing projects. You know, yeah, and like making great swords as if they were little daggers. You know, there's a, a chapter in uh, Bolo's guide about fire giant dreadnoughts. Mm, yes. Who are all about guarding their forges and keeping them stoked. Those are crazy looking. They've got double shields, I think, right? Yeah. They're super cool looking. They I have fire shields and the a shield charge. Double thing. shield thing came up in Critical Role once. Did it? Uh, yeah, as well. Uh, cool one. About the time that I think Chris Perkins was playing the kobold that got squished. Yeah. Uh, it's got dual shields, which are yeah, accounted which for cool. by both. Like idea. Right? Um, so it gets... I think plus four from its, yeah, I think it's plus four from its shields, which is kind of cool. Um, it has a special shield charge ability as well and like bashes and things like that, but it's quite cool. Uh, they don't have a greatsword anymore though because they're holding two shields and it has to drop one to uh, hurl rocks, I think is what but it is. I think does. it can but, stomp on you though or something. Yeah, well, I don't think that's in its stat block, but I'm sure it could make an unarmed strike like that. Um, but they're called weapons of war. <laughs> um, cool looking things. Look at more the more if you want to know a little bit more about, about them. But yeah, fire giants. We're getting a little bit more scary now. Yeah, it's these aren't these aren't the sort of things you're just going to find lurking on the surface. But this is a fun putting the dungeon back in Dungeons and Dragons down into some sort of fiery forges. Um, or even if you were looking for a inner planes idea of some sort you could easily find these guys working at some sort of great forges yeah uh moving up the ordning though we have cloud giants we're getting into some of the crazier crazier stuff you know um but this is in my mind the classic fee fi fo fum living in a house in the clouds giant jack and the beanstalk type um giant going on here um and i think that's sort of what they're modeled after uh, they're also huge, so again, doesn't really give us height measurements. Most giants are huge at this point. I think Storm or Gargantuan, but we'll get to that in a moment. They've got great perception and insight um, and have spell casting to them. I think they're one of the first giants that, like, innately all of them get some spell casting. Sure. And, and again, if you're a DM and you're trying to, like, build out a cool giant society, there's no reason why your frost giants or things couldn't cast you spells. Know, have spells. I mean, clearly they're... Giants should be seen as a magical group. Not everyone is a wizard or spellcaster. Uh, but many of them have simple magics or sure. more powerful. Or you might want to treat do. some yeah. of them more like druidic. Sure. Or um, or maybe even like if the, you look at the way the fire giants behave in their forges, it might be more of clerics even in a way. Yeah. So, you know, don't be afraid to, to sort of give a little bit more uh, fun flavor. So yeah, Cloud Giants, we're up to like CR9. That's right, CR9. Uh, 
There's like a variant from the Storm King's Thunder, which is kind of fun. And too. they can smell real good. Isn't that like a? Smell, is that a kind of a they pun? They smell really good. Like what? Like aftershave? Like no, like cologne? Um, no, like Keen smell. Oh, I think that's like a, have, some sort of like giant keen Jack and the Beanstalk type thing. Like I, do I smell, smell like the blood human? of an Englishman. Totally, that's totally what that's about. Um, they get some innate spell casting. So these ones, are like, oh, so I guess sorry. the idea yeah. of cloud, right, is that they're living on a cloud. Yep. They have little castles on clouds. They giant. Sorry, cloud giants live extravagant lives high above the world, showing little concern for the plights of other races except as amusement. They are muscular with light skin and have hair of silver or blue. They are typically high and mighty. Uh, affluent princes, children of the trickster, um, of Men- Memnor, who is the cleverest and slyest of the giant deities, and they have uh, wealth and power amongst them. Um, so, I think a potential fun pit stop in the elemental plane of air for sure. You could see some like a, a quick cloud society there. But and again, because fifth edition doesn't list specific heights on giants, um, they can be very tall. Well, I suppose. I mean, they are huge, so. You know, there are kind of limits to what huge means on the board. They're not gargantuan. Um, but, Maybe yeah. Imagine a human up to their, like, knee. Yeah. I mean, they, they'll take up a, you know, on a gridded map, a, you know, three by three block, yeah, probably. maybe up to their waist. A human could be up to their waist, maybe. I don't so, know. Maybe like, imagine them throwing I can see them being about 16 feet, mouth, though. Tall, maybe taller. I think it's up to you. Even I think you could make yeah. giants in your game super giant. You could if you want. Boost make them, them up like to our humans are like the side of their like foot. You know, yeah. bump them up. Which is how like I said, really as a big. kid, I really imagined them, and I was always a little disappointed at how short they are. But still, keep in mind, like trying to imagine somebody who is twice as tall. I mean, as an a, average person is biologically really it's tall not because your size your but. size goes up. Well, your weight goes up. Yeah. Well, okay. Biologically, not possible. Hey, how? Through magics and whatever, it doesn't Beholders matter. Beholders are not biologically possible. They, well, but weight-wise, it's it's not possible. Just like uh, understanding how heavy creatures can be, it's not possible. The bigger you get, your weight goes up uh, like eight times every time you do But cloud giants, height. perhaps it makes sense. They're full of light and clouds and fluffy stuff. But. And that actually is something that is listed in things like, um, with like Rune Knight. Well, maybe Rune Knight is a listed, but definitely, if you, I think, under Enlarge. And I definitely yeah, think with the, the Duragar. It sort of specifies that if you use the, uh, you know, using that magic to make yourself larger, big, big yeah. your weight goes up by a factor of eight. So sorry. Also, I want to mention some of the the runic names of these giants we've been flying through. Um, sure. Sorry. Frost giants are Isjotun, Isjotun, and fire giants are Ildsjotun. Fire giant, frost giant, and then. Uh, cloud giants are sky jotun so that one yeah. kind of makes sense but um ice is like ise yield i mean if you i mean most of these are kind of familiar to me just because i know about giant runes already but um for renew people out there it could be you know a fun thing to figure out but they've got cool they use charisma magic so i wonder if you could have a giant warlock of some kind you could do genie instead of calling it a genie call it a cloud giant that you get your powers from that's a fun idea because uh, it's yeah. a lot of the same magic, fog, cloud, feather fall, Ooh. and just what a fun, what a fun patron! Like mm. you go to like you can kind of go visit them on the cloud in the little castle in the cloud. That's kind of fun. 
Yeah. Or like, what if your like vessel is like way too big? It's obviously like built for them, and so like all the shelves and the couches are way too high. Oh, when you're inside your like in your little magic, vessel, yeah, uh, lamp or whatever it is, you like can't even reach it. Like everything, half the stuff, everything it's, like, is too high up, giant sized in it. It's that's like, a fun it's idea. So frustratingly big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's but they have cool idea. stuff like control Feel free to weather steal that as well. Idea, yeah, I actually quite like that idea. That's I might good. make that. Um, now there's there's also before we like top off our list here. But also, did you see the cloud oh. giant smiling one? No. It is quite a cool, I think, super spellcaster um, cloud giant with like fun masks and crazy jewelry and bling and stuff going on. Uh, not only do they get the classic innate spellcasting, but they also have um, bard spells of their own. They have some cantrips, but also things like cure wounds, Tasha's hideous laughter, invisibility, suggestion, major image, uh, and they can polymorph into beasts or humanoids they've seen so they get super tricksy with that one um but it's called a um, cloud giant smiling one which i think is kind of fun that is interesting um there's also and this is uh this listed is in, in mortar cannons um and although the cr value is higher on it i actually think that it actually comes in below cloud giant on the ordning but they're called fog giants oh i don't think those are classic i think those are some weird well like i said it's a mordecanon's fiendish i think those are like giant uh, kin though no uh well you know the thing is it's actually been around for a while it's it's been a part of fog giants have been part of forgotten realms for a while but i don't think they're um, a part of the ordning in the same way are they they're like. listed on this chart i have over here which is oh, i know really maybe not uh you know Totally I've legit, never, I mean, I've but, seen them, but I've never really heard of them as anything serious. I just thought they were another throwaway giant. Yeah, it looks like they go back to first edition. Yeah. Um, and uh, listed at 24 feet tall. That's pretty tall. That's big. Um, milk white skin, flowing silver white hair. I do not have a fog giant in my glossary of giant words, so I feel like that in sucks. some narratives they've but, been excluded. But they do exist on D&D Beyond. They are in Mordecai's Fiendish Folio. Um, and yeah, they're denizens of the mist. Interesting. Uh, during their turn, Perhaps fog giant Walker. ignores the effects of fog cloud spells cast by it or allied fog giants. So this is, there's your, Ooh, heavily your innate spell casting. They're going to use fog cloud a lot and they're going to be fighting in it and they're, they're going to have no disadvantage and your party is going to be essentially Ghost. like being in darkness. Uh, and you can't see through it magically. And you can, yeah, it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. Your dark vision doesn't help. Nothing helps. Um, fog sight. <laughs> Uh, actually, if you had Tremor Sense or Blind Sight, you might yeah, actually probably be better. If you're a Rune Knight with a blind fighting fighting style, perhaps you can see through it. Hey, those Rune, rune Knights versus, versus versus Giants. Giants, not so bad. Um, or Hunters, pick up the so, Giant Killer. I mean, basically, that's their Colossus their go-to spell. They've got Detect Magic, Light, Feather Fall, and Missy Step as well, which is kind of interesting. Giant with Feather Fall. <laughs> well, like, that's what uh, Cloud Giants have. Yeah, Maybe clearly, it's a spinoff of Cloud Giants. It must be. So clearly the idea of these guys is that, hey, we might end up <laughs> somewhere up high. Um, yeah. And uh, in case we fall, we need to have some way to land without dying. There might be some spinoff or like form of, of Cloud Giant, I imagine. Does so it, talk it says about in the description, the, the place of Cloud Giants in the Ordning is driven by wealth. Those cloud giants, foolish or unlucky enough to have their treasures plunder, fall to the bottom of the ordning. 
becoming outcasts known as fog giants. I see. There you go. That's there how it goes, though. Huh? Very interesting. Cut off from their proper place in society, they become raiders and marauders who seek to reclaim their treasure or start a new horde. Or what if your warlock cloud giant patron is using you to get back? He's using like, you to get back. He's sending exactly. you off for this crazy amount of treasure and stuff so that he can rebuild his place in society. Mm, very interesting. Yeah. Fun thing to run as a DM there as well. Could well, it gives cool. it gives the patron some sort of motivation, which often as a DM it's we, just like whatever we don't know power, what the patron wants to do. Matter. We often don't think about it much, but that's you very could, interesting. You could really make that part of your whole story if somebody's like, "I want to play a warlock." Okay. Okay. <laughs> now we've got them something to do. You know, they've got goals, ambitions there as well go. that yeah. they will influence the player with. Very cool. I <laughs> actually quite like that. That's kind of a fun one. That uh, might be. A character I try. So there's, there's where fog giants kind of fit in just below cloud giants as a outcast version of them. But you know what sits above cloud giants? The kings. The kings of the ordning before the gods, of course. Well, no, actually, there's there's one more after this, but we'll is there really? Yeah, I don't think there is. Yeah, there is. Here, Hmm. let's talk storm giants. Let's talk storm giants. Let's talk storm giants first. They're still huge. Uh, Crazy now. CR thirteen themselves. Two hundred thirty hit points. Uh, swimming speeds, walking speeds. Uh, they can breathe air and water, and they get spells like detect magic, featherfall, levitate, control weather, and water breathing. They have special lightning strikes they can do as well, which deal 54 damage and recharge on a five or six. Uh, they have a great sword. Um, good to notice. Uh, thing to notice though, cloud giants have morning stars. If you give them weapons, they're called distant prophet kings, detached oracles. Um, they live solitary lives. That sort of idea. Uh, but these are, I think, to most people, the most powerful giants, unless I'm incorrect. Well, I sort of there's look one, at there's one thing I want to say. I sort about of look at them as like as kind of um, Zeus like. Yeah. You know, like thunderbolts in their hands, yeah. sort of like chucking <sighs> chucking thunderbolts at you, like rolling uh, in with the clouds, which is like yeek, um, like stepping through the ocean. <laughs> so yeah, these guys are these guys are also like Scary. top of the rune casting sorcery sort of world of things well you want to know that uh, there's a a form called storm giant quintessent cr16 um which is like huge giant like this is a cool photo as well um here if you if you look at it um, on dnd beyond there's an image if you look up storm giant quintessent and monsters very spooky looking and they've got lightning swords wind javelins uh they can make gusts thunderbolts they've got legendary actions they fly they've got crazy resistances immunities true sight uh, they become one with the storm. They've got all sorts of stuff, um, which makes them super cool. And they've got layer actions as well, which is very, very fun. Uh, storm King's Thunder. Uh, Gives us the Storm Giant Princess. Yeah. she's That's kind of a fun idea. Uh, I think it's very different from the I don't know. Stuff. If, I don't know if I've actually read where she is in that adventure. Um, but, yeah, I it's love the idea. I love the idea, again, of trying to give ourselves, you know royalty a royal family of some sort mm. uh it layers in more depth to this but this is this is high level stuff actually we're we're talking about 13th yeah you're 16th, sort of you're sort of high level fairly high level characters if you're engaged in whatever it is that has abducted a storm giant princess or mm. i'm of course hey look i'm i'm being old here and immediately damsel thinking she's distress. a damsel in distress maybe she's in charge yeah maybe she's the one running maybe the she's show. running yeah. the show and basically yeah 
taken taken, taken over from her tyrannical father. Or she herself is the tyrant. Oh, maybe. Um, so that's kind of cool. They are, yeah, they are tough. We're looking at the, um, she's amphibious, isn't it? Our, all cloud, uh, storm giants are, yeah. yeah. So you might find these also in your ocean adventure, right? Mm, that's right. You could have them rise up from the sea, which Or is, from the clouds, either way. Yeah, descending in a major storm. Or but a storm comes name, in and tides start already, crashing up and then... As, you know, and here's another appears. great tip for DMs out there. Layering in environmental hazards to your combat situation. So mm. a not only do the players have to contend with storm giants, they have to contend with a ship or an ocean that's thrashing about. And a storm. Uh, and wind and whatever else that, yeah, you could make, you could make everything, every now round. Now your firecasters aren't having much fun. Really hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, low constitution characters are getting seasick, you know, whatever. Mm. You're a low dexterity I, characters are getting knocked poisoned. off the ship. And yeah, they're in the water. Better hope you got like water And then another Kraken comes. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's and, just add that in. Yeah. So Jack's describing our total TPK. Um, well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. How, how to, to kill TPK you? your party. How to kill my party. Storm plus storm giant plus Kraken. Easy win. Done. That's how you win D&D &D, uh, as a DM. Exactly. And because winning as a DM is the major goal. Is of, to kill uh, everyone. That's how you win. <laughs> D &D. That's right. Um, but Jack. yeah, if you, if you have a quick look uh, through the uh i'm just gonna do a search for it here because i'm not totally sure where they if they're in well the thing i've looked the through the cr thing. value and, and ranked at their top and the top is the storm giant quintessent yeah i don't even know if it, i'm gonna go here so to all is monsters. 5e not acknowledge them and or are they, they evolved beyond giants they like just, they're just not in here anymore what are they they're called just not here yet so hey homebrew this up folks so Dipping back into Days of Yore, um, first edition. Let me see if I can just look them up. They've got to be in here. This is a surprise for me, too, guys. I don't know what this is all about. Okay, so, and this goes actually more into almost, I always feel this is a little bit more Greek mythology, maybe. Uh, but they were the Titans. Uh, mm. And they were the sort of the grandfather race to the Giants. Uh, they were the largest of the true giants, stalling, standing even taller than Cloud and Storm Giants. And in the social order of giants, they were ranked highest in the ordning, uh, above all others. However, they seem to have been discontinued after third edition. Um, perhaps they will make a return at some point. Although there is a tag on d, &D Beyond called Titan, which gives you a list of creatures which are titled with the title Titan. Oh, really? Yes. For example? For example, young krakens, tarasks, the kraken itself, a juvenile kraken, empyrean, uh, atropal, I don't know what that is, and an astral dreadnought. Those are all classified as titans. Yeah, all very, very big things. None of which are giants, surprisingly. Yeah. Interesting. We're sort of using the tag a little bit differently these days. I wonder why they call it a titan. But a kraken mm. is a gargantuan monstrosity, brackets, titan. A uh, tarask is a gargantuan monstrosity, brackets, titan. I wonder why. Empyrean, to me, makes the most sense. That looks like a big, giant, celestial, god-looking guy, mm. titan. But uh, it's odd. Astral Dreadnought, 
classified as Titan. I'm not sure what, you know, why, but maybe there's something in the works. <laughs> so yeah, they were, but they were, they were, uh, f- following the fall of Ostoria, which is the land of giants, which is detailed in the, uh, Bolo's guide to monsters. Um, there's a, a write up in here of how the giants often are trying to find their way back, uh, to Astorio and to Vonenheim, the lost capital city, where they believe mighty weapons of legend <laughs> are said to be entombed in its frozen halls. Um, but yeah, apparently following the fall of Astoria, the Titans were primarily found on planes other than the prime material, uh, such as, uh, Arborea and the Warrior's Rest, uh, which I don't think are in every sort of uh, setting. Setting, but well, have we done a look at the Outer Planes? I don't think we have. have no, we? someday we will do a tour of some of them. Not I've, all at I've once, given but... myself a tour of them. Um, well, I've gone on the solo journey, and I'm uh, happy to take you along someday. All right, but well, that might be our, one of our next podcasts folks. for episode one year fifty two. Yeah. One if year. You're, by if you're the way. tuning in just Not now episode, to but... us. Uh, we have actually been at this for just about nearly a year. a year. This is the 51st episode. So next episode will be so, yeah, we will one year that line. in the marking. Um, yeah. I, I Although hope, we've missed a couple of weeks. So it's probably already been, been more than a year. Enjoying but. our weekly rambles. Yeah. Um, and that kind of brings us, I think, to the end of Giants, uh, per se. Although I would like to give an honorable mention to the fact that there's a wonderful magical item that comes in all the flavors of giant. Oh, that's right. The giant belt. The belt of giant strength? Belt a, of giant strength. A blend of, uh, uh, it's usually a belt of blank giant strength. And by blank, you can insert any of the giants we've talked about today, except fog, because everyone hates fog giants. And it's like, it is, if you've got a strength-based character, oh, it is the go-to item. Well, actually, go-to. here's the thing. Like, the problem is that you've dumped all your stats into strength, and then you get the belt, which makes you even stronger. But it does sort of make you wonder. Well, I suppose if you ever lose the belt, you're still it's strong. True. It's true. Or like anti magic, you're still strong. Yeah. You know, but um, but yeah, there's a uh, a varying level which give you increased strength. I believe Hill Giant is 19, and it only goes up from there. Um, it always gives you odd numbers. Why do you think that is? Because they don't. Because that's one off from the. The twenty-two from the plus two from the plus whatever. It's just below the next it's one. It's just up. below. But it's the not next the bottom one, one. It's the next one up. So that's it's, right. It's almost to say to you, it's better than just basic. Exactly. So hill strength, you go to strength twenty-one. Frost giant, you go to strength twenty-three. Same with stone giant. They're the same. Oh, well, yeah. Weird. Kind of sucks. You think that the frost giants are all about the strength bonus, but mm. odd. Uh, I don't know if they get some other property. Uh, maybe you as a DM might want to throw something else in there. Like maybe on the Frost one. Yeah, something like that maybe. Um, Fire Giants, strength 25. Clouds Giant is strength 27. Oh, I know why. It's probably because they don't want to take it above 30. Yeah, well, that's just it. Storm Giant caps at uh, 29. Just pretty ridiculous. A, a, a classy plus nine to strength. Yeah, that's that's always fun. And... And so here's here's coming kind of crazy. So Goliath from Furbolg, and right. I think Luxodon maybe, um, have got this uh, this feat cla- race feature called uh, powerful build. Powerful right? build. Which, I think others have it as which well. Which doubles up your ability to lift, pull, push, carry. 
So mm. instead of just being 15 times your strength score, it becomes 30 times your strength score. Yeah. Um, which, which is again, pretty crazy. It, which is pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, so suddenly you would have... Orcs also have it. Right. So with this at 29, to quick, you know, rounding it up, you're close to 900, 870 pounds of uh, carrying capacity, <laughs> uh, which adds a lot. And now here's the thing. If you use that spell in large, like we mentioned earlier, and you go one size larger, it doubles again. Wow. Yeah. So rune knights. So rune knights. Enlarge like, slash reduce. Yeah. When you pop go up that one extra that. height uh, point, uh, or if you're a, you know, can do it twice with using the rune knight and the spell, you can quadruple that again. Like, That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy what you could lift or move. Uh, yeah. Giant magic is strong. How tall do you say a hill giant is? I don't know. I, I'm guessing on these. Like, there's there's no fast rule, but yeah, I'd I'm, say look the short, I'm saying they're the shortest, though. Hill giant height. I want to see. It says 15 feet, 4 inches. 15. This is from Forgotten Realms Wiki. Yeah. All right. That sounds pretty tall still. Yeah. And they're not could just... Could you and get a character that's 15 feet they're, tall? They're broad-shouldered, I I'm sure imagine. you could. Uh... Could you make it 15? Well, you can double your height. What's the tallest large, just 12. race? Well, Fearable or Goliath? They're both, like, I think they both say, you know, seven-ish feet, but like your DM might Up let you eight. go to eight, say, uh, if you pushed it and wanted to be really big. And, and then you gain the rune knight, make, you know, just yeah. grow a couple inches. Yeah. At a certain uh, level. Could you go to 11 from that? No, how many? How many? You can double your height with. Oh uh, no, you could only large. go one foot up, right? Because isn't it three d four inches? Hold up, let me look it up. You can you grow, three d four up to a maximum of twelve inches. Inches. Right, so you say you take the max up, you're up to nine. Double that, you're eighteen. Throw in a large spell on top of that, you're thirty six. <laughs> you're taller than a storm giant. Yeah, the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely go for that build. That's a fun way to do it. Here, before, I mean, we've kind of now touched on all of the types of giants. Yeah. But I want to round off with a quick lesson in giant runes, if that's okay. Okay. Armor. Repeat after me. Harbunad. <laughs> I'm probably butchering all <laughs> Try this. Try again. I'll repeat. Harbunad. Harbunad. Arrow. Peel. Peel. Battle. Slag. Slag. Battle. Sort. 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 Just sort. Sort. Bravery. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bravery. Pract. Pract. I know this one because it's part of one of my Furbolg's uh, ideals. Anyways, go on. Oh, interesting. Uh, cow is coo. <laughs> like the Scottish, like, Harry coo. It's, it's K-U-E. Uh, chieftain is forer. Uh, danger is far, fair. Uh, Death is Dode. Dode. <laughs> Dwarf is Dverg. Dverg. Enemy. That, that's like... It's like Dverg. Of, of all the things in there, like it seems like giants and dwarves have got a thing. Totally. Like it's a little no, they, I feel like thing. they compete. They compete with like craftsmanship. Or wasn't, something. Oh, wasn't it appeasing monsters like telling a giant that their work is better than a dwarf, like like a big like thing to calm them down or like make them happy? I'm pretty sure that was a thing if we go if we go back to that episode. Enemy is Uven. Elf is Alv. Uh, evil slash unholy slash dishonorable is Maug. Uh, fortress is Festing. Uh, gold is Gil. Gil. Uh, things that are holy or Mat. Mat. 
greeting is Helsingin. Morg, Morg and Mat are sort of the opposite things, right? Yeah, Morg and Mat. Yeah. Like Tiamat. Ooh. <laughs> no, that, but that means she's wow. good. So that's never mind. Sense. Um, to, 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 for greeting, they go uh, Helsingin or Hells. Helsingin. Hells. Hells. It actually says that in brackets. Just Hells. Uh, home is Heim. Honor is Rang. Intruder is Obudin. Journey fared human van. Classic. Very King cool stuff. Kong. <gasps> King Kong. <laughs> is he a giant? So mm-hmm. I've I've I I found a fair bit of giant uh, online as well when I was doing my working on my Furbolg's backstory. And uh, and there's a whole history on Furbolgs and their their sort of racial belief structures. And I basically turned those into my ideals and bonds. Uh, and sort of kind of like twisted them a little, you know, not twisted them, but kind of bent them around a little bit to, to sort of make fit, you know, make fit. But, um, but yeah, I have them all written out in giant and I hadn't actually in that game ever brought the giant up until, uh, the game just last night because we actually came across, like I said, the trolls who were chasing a young for and got to talk to somebody in giant. That's cool. And, uh, so yeah, I threw around a few few giant words at the table, which always felt feels a little cool. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I spent a long time talking in giant with nobody else understanding but what was going on. <laughs> Good times. All right. Well, now we've left you with a great character build, a halfling warlock who's <laughs> introduced in the bag of a hill giant. Dumped it. Blank, blank, blank. Um, and has made a pact with a a fog giant who's lost his, his reputation and his vessels maybe built a little too big for him, especially as a halfling. All right. Fun. Thanks for joining us this week. We will see you next week. I hope that the giant size one year episode yeah, caps off our, our one year and we'll kick off brand new year. That's next right. Next week with something else. A tour of the Outer Plains, perhaps? Oh, well, maybe. It's always fun to go on a vacation after a year of podcasting. That's right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks again. Bye-bye.